Welcome to the Human Blueprint. I'm here with Herman Sue. And for those of you who don't know Herman, Herman is a sixth generation Shaolin Temple descendant. I, my name is Angelo and I met Herman almost three years ago. Uh, we're getting pretty soon to like our three year anniversary, <laughs> if you want to call it that. But uh, just really quickly, so you just know a little bit about myself. I remember I met Herman uh, and I was really stuck and lost in my life. I didn't know what I wanted to do uh, with my career, with my life. I just wanted to be on purpose. And he really helped me and walked me through a lot of the changes that I needed to make. And so I'm very grateful for that. And the whole mission of this podcast is it's called The Human Blueprint because we want to share with you everything from all the ins and outs of what make us human and what we need to do in order to achieve uh, purpose, what we need to do in order to achieve happiness and fulfillment in our life. So uh, if you are looking to to have those things, then you're on the right podcast. So with that being said, Herman, is there anything you want to share before we get into it? Of course, we want to welcome everyone. We want to embrace everyone and let them know we have so many great topics we want to cover, so many things we want to go over to really benefit and bring value to each and every one of you. Awesome. So with that being said, we have the, the Chinese New Year, you know, it's just around the corner. So if you just want to briefly explain, you know, what is the Chinese New Year? Why is it different than the, the normal New Year mm -hmm. or the New Year that everybody celebrates? That would be a great, great way to introduce this. So before you met me, what did you do to celebrate a New Year, typically? Uh, partied. Party, what else? Hung out with friends. Hung out with friends. Family. Family. Uh -huh. Did unhealthy things. Did unhealthy things. Okay. And just, yeah, just partied. Okay. So would you consider that a good return on your investment? No, not, <laughs> not based on the way I felt the next day. Okay, good. So the way we do it in Eastern culture is we don't use it as a means to get drunk or to get high or to party. It's used as a means to end the year before off right had to find closure so that you can embrace the newness that comes in the new year so that's why when you look in a lot of the asian culture they don't care out of any other day of the year but as soon as it comes to the lunar new year they have to travel thousands and thousands of miles to spend time with their family because nothing else matters other than other than that day so that they can allow and embrace that newness to come into the new year so that better and greater things can happen to them or for them. Does that make sense? Yeah. So when we look at a lot of the Western culture and they only want to celebrate, like you said, and maybe follow that type of tradition, mm -hmm. it is very difficult to explain to some people why is it that they're do what they're doing is not necessarily the greatest thing mm -hmm. because when they're doing it maybe they don't want to hear it maybe they just want to waste time maybe they just want to waste life maybe they just want to forget problems right mm -hmm. as opposed to you know what let's find closure let's end this off right and let's allow ourselves to embrace something new perfect analogy when we see a car we drive cars we go for an oil change. Do we just take out all the oil and then just drive off? Or do we have to take out all the oil and replace it with something new? Always have to replace it. See? So the way you were saying how Western culture does it is like they want to celebrate things. So yeah, they'll for do everything to not remember the night before. They'll do everything to, you know, party and to, mm -hmm. to just 
so-called live it up, they say, right? But you have to be very careful because if we go through life and we see that the patterns we have are not great investments and we ruin a lot of that time, a lot of the opportunities and, and waste a lot of our energy on things that are not producing results for us, then how can we ever have peak performance? How could we ever have the ability to get better so that the new year can usher in new things, so that the new year could allow us to have greater opportunities? But you see, most people don't understand energy. And the way the Eastern culture understands it is everything you say, everything you do, everything you're around, energy's all around us. From everything you eat, everything you say, this, it's always being bounced off of us or we're bouncing it off. When we go into a new year, it's always to make sure that you ended it, you ended the previous year tidy so that when you bring in and usher in the new year, that's why they have a lot of fireworks. That's why they have a lot of uh, red and gold colors mm -hmm. because they, when you think of red, the Chinese always understood red and gold to be the optimal colors for new year because red is the vibrancy so they always want as much vibrancy to enter in their life mm -hmm. and then gold highest frequency of the metals so when they have vibrancy and the highest frequency they try to have a lot of that aligned with themselves to usher in as much positivity for their life for that mm -hmm. new year so you talked a lot about ending the new year right so what are what, what's a way that you could end the new year right what do you mean by that so for a lot of people when you look in their homes or you go into their homes a lot of people aren't happy for you to go in their home because it's messy, it's cluttered, mm -hmm. hasn't been cleaned in years, mm -hmm. hasn't, hasn't been reorganized or maintained. And so what happens? All that clutter, all that becomes baggage, 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 baggage. Then you carry all of that baggage with you to the next year. And then you still carry it to the next year. So you have all this baggage and you don't even realize it. And if we carry more of that clutter, it becomes such a detriment because it's like you keep carrying more weight, more weight, more weight, more weight. But yet when we look at people who spend an infinite amount of money on a, an expensive car, mm -hmm. they want it as light as it can be. They want it with the least amount of weight. Mm -hmm. They want it with the, with the highest amount of horsepower and performance because that is peak performance. But for us as humans, something got lost in translation where they don't want to be peak performers anymore. They don't want to be the type that makes the appropriate adjustments so they can refine themselves and then evolve every single year. They just think that they're good enough and then they just do what they think. And the, a lot of the beliefs that they have tend to, how do we say this, translate this nicely? A lot of their <laughs> beliefs tend to be in the gutter where it becomes ignorance. Mm -hmm. And we know how important these beliefs are. And if we are not willing to change our beliefs, then it'll be very difficult for us to have a more favorable outcome to things that we want or things that we desire. Right. So now what would somebody replace it with? Like say, say that you clean, you know, you get rid of the clutter, you let go of some of the mm -hmm. things that you no longer need. What's, what, what can we replace it with now? Well, for each person, that's different. So for some people, space is the greatest replacement because they don't know what that feels like. Mm -hmm. For a lot of people, it's more vibrant colors because a lot of when they have the clutter, it's very dark. Mm -hmm. 
not sure if you know that have you ever gone to some, seen some people and in the basement is the darkest room you've ever seen like with all the oldest wood all the oldest things you could ever find from like the 1900s and, oh, yeah. and it's like why would you keep this but see people put value on things from way before sentimental value but what they don't realize is all of that clutter all of that baggage if it's not placed in an organized manner it becomes very disrespectful for what you so-called have that value for mm-hmm. that's why when you look at collectors and they collect a lot of precious things from before they respect it they put it in in like a shelf they make mm-hmm. sure it's maintained they make sure it's temperature controlled Right? They do mm-hmm. all that to maintain the value. But a lot of people have the sentimental value and then they don't take the necessary steps to maintain those things. And so it becomes useless, becomes mm-hmm. no value. And so to answer your question, we have to be very, very careful when we replace things to not replace it with more clutter. Mm-hmm. See, because most people have this attachment issue. You take one little thing of, away from them. So th- let's say a week went by and they felt it's too long that they went without this one thing that you took from them so then they think that they need to apply or instill a new rule that they have to 10 times what you just took away and then it creates more clutter more clutter so we have to learn to let go of these attachments and learn to really become more minimalist so that things can be cleaner tidier so that when we always usher in that new year it's always that cleanly energy it's always that cleanliness no baggage so that when it's ushered into the new year it's all that positivity so you can have that space now to create something better right and I think a lot of people they set resolutions but they often go through the same cycle of repeating the same thing Mm -hmm. and maybe that has to do with the things in their environment are the same they never actually let go of anything and so they're experiencing the same type of results so here's a question to you why do most people fail on the resolutions for New Year's they don't have the discipline so it's like this when we think we're going to do something so let's say okay we're going let's say we think we're going to get rid of the baggage so that's here but then your entire life everything you thought that you said you're going to do you never actually do mm-hmm. so like you always think okay my parents told me clean my room but you never actually did it so when it's time for you to actually be accountable and actually clean your room now that there's no parents and you never did it when you were young, are you going to do it when you get older? Probably not, right? So that's why you have to train yourself now to trust that everything you think, you do. Mm -hmm. And then when you do that, you got to do it right away. Because you don't wait for the end of the year or or January 1st to say, this is my resolution. You say, if this is a problem right now, we fix it right away. (coughs) Then the resolution can start to gain traction. Then you can start to make a foundation to build upon but -hmm. if you wait january 1st like everyone does buy a gym membership january 2nd they never go for the rest of the year Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so you got to be very careful that you don't fall into that trap so that every time you want to make a resolution you do it right away there is no time to wait and i've noticed how that's almost a strength or a skill or an asset that somebody has the ability to commit to make a change yeah i know that like when i first met you you were telling me to make these little simple changes and it took me so long to finally make a change. Yeah. But I know that like over time now, it's been easier for me to tell myself something and then actually follow through with it on action. So it's almost like a muscle that you have to train. And it's good that you say that, but most people can't find that muscle because they think the muscle is here. 
oh, they think the muscle is here. But what they don't understand is the muscle you're trying to train is it's not really a muscle in itself. It is more of the feeling. It's more of your ability to learn to do things on a consistent manner. And mm -hmm. if you haven't done things in a consistent manner, then it's very difficult for you to just do it just because someone told you to do it. Right. Because there's no discipline, no foundation. Mm -hmm. So to kind of transition, how, why does the new year fall on a different day? I, I don't know if anybody knows this, but mm -hmm. I, I think it would be beneficial to go over the Chinese new year, why it's always on a different day and why it's not just like... So the major problem we have in Western culture is they use the Gregorian calendar. So Julius Caesar decided, you know what, this is the day we want this, this is the day we want this, everyone's going to do it. So everyone does it. Mm -hmm. Problem is, before he ever created that calendar, there was something called the moon. And we call that, you know, the lunar cycle. Mm -hmm. When we look up in the sky at night, we see the moon. When we look up in the day, we see the sun. See, the sun is what allows things to be created. It's what allows things to grow. And then the moon controls it. Mm -hmm. So when you look at farmers, how come they don't look at the sun and say, today's the day we plant, we plant seeds? They look at the moon cycle and say, when the moon reaches this on this moon, third moon, then we plant this. Or if it's sixth moon, then we plant this. Ninth moon, then we plant this. So it's the lunar cycle because it controls. So when we follow the lunar calendar, we follow nature itself. We follow the transition of when nature says it's time to be summer. Mm -hmm. Time to be fall, time to be winter, time to be spring. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people, they've lost track of their instinct. Mm -hmm. You look at animals around us. Why is it that they know things that humans can never know? They know when someone's home and yet you could be in the house and you don't even know the person's reached home yet. No instinct. Mm -hmm. Because they're not in tune with the environment. Because they're so enwrapped in materialistic things they've separated themselves from their instinct their true instinct of who they are mm -hmm. and we have to be very careful not to do that because once we lose that instinct then illness infection and disease set into the body because you're no longer a good caretaker of the energy you were given mm -hmm. and i feel like a lot of the technology and possibly phones and social media and all that stuff may have an impact on our instinct it's because a distraction. We're so just consumed by it. Remember? And if we don't starve those distractions, we won't have a focus for anything, mm -hmm. let alone discipline. True. So as we go into the new year, uh, it's the year of the boar. Mm -hmm. So can you explain a little bit about what that means? So it means something a little different for everybody. And what that means is because not everyone's born under the year of the boar. Some are rat, some are ox, some are tiger, some are rabbit, some are dragon, some are snake, some are horse, some are sheep, some are monkey, some are rooster, some are dog. So mm -hmm. when we look through all of that cycle, it's like it means something different for everyone because based off of what their sign is, based on the year you're going into, they will have different struggles that they will encounter but they'll also have things that are a little easier for them than maybe another sign so with this being the year of the boar you're the year of the boar correct mm -hmm. so this would be a very prosperous year for you but the thing you have to be most careful of is we understand the boar to be the closest to human 
form, which means a lot of their organs, like pigs mm -hmm. and boars, a lot of their organs are now being used to transplant into humans mm -hmm. because it's the closest match to human, correct? So you say, okay, why is that? Well, because they have intelligence. Now we think, huh, how do they have intelligence? If you go on a farm and you see a baby pig that's born and it grows up, it will be more loyal to you than a dog. It, it can ensure that it's, it's more of a guard than a, a dog ever will be. And it is more aggressive to protect its owner than maybe a bull would. It, it, it's just very protective and loyal. Mm -hmm. So going into this year, you have to make sure you never lose your focus on what you're loyal to. Because if you lose that, then that intelligence will be challenged. And once that intelligence will be challenged and you cannot or will not want to face that, then you go into a downward spiral. But if you allow and you never lose track of that loyalty, then the intelligence will be fed, then you will have more prosperous outcome. Make sense? Mm-hmm. But for a lot of people, they only want this. Yeah. They just want instant lottery, give me lottery numbers, give me this, I want instant this. But the thing is, we can't expect everything to be like this because that breeds entitlement mm -hmm. and the more entitled you become the more ignorant you become and whenever we go into a new phase or into a new year we have to be very careful because in the eastern culture it's all about getting rid of the ignorance so you can usher in something new mm -hmm. when you look in the western culture it's like no we're good enough and you know let, let's put it on a pedestal and just keep it there forever yeah doesn't work that way and we have to be very careful that if we're going to understand and really delve deep into how these zodiac signs can tell us how to be ready for the next year or what to do or what not to do, then you have to understand you don't abuse that knowledge. You don't take it and try to become selfish with it mm -hmm. because it will backfire. Right. So I even recognize within myself the loyalty that I have so basically what you're saying is that I have to ensure that I stay loyal to the right things mm -hmm. and not lose my focus in that mm -hmm. otherwise that intelligence will be challenged and you will lose a lot of it and spiral downwards gotcha because you went against what you know you're supposed to do mm -hmm. so let's say you're loyal to the right person but yet you have friends and you know we don't do friends because a lot of these people who claim that they're friends are just there to consume what you have or take what you have mm -hmm. for their image, for whatever it may be, personal agenda. And then when they can no longer get that, they discard you. Mm -hmm. That's why we don't do friends. So mm -hmm. when we talk about loyalty, let's say you're loyal to, let's say a partner in your life, okay? Mm -hmm. So you're loyal. But what happens now if, say you're traveling and then all of a sudden someone shows up and it's just a friend that that person hangs around with, the partner hangs around with. And then all of a sudden, your loyalty starts questioning. Like, why are you around this person? Why are you around that person? Mm -hmm. How long are you spending time with them and not with me? Mm -hmm. As soon as the loyalty is challenged, the intelligence goes this way because then you no longer use this for the right reason. You use it and it's wasted on distractions and it's not mm -hmm. focused on what it needs to be. Right. But if you are loyal to the right person, that person's loyal to you, you would never ever question them. They would never question you and you would just make sure you're focused on what you need to do to succeed in life. Mm -hmm. Make sense? Yeah.
So then it turns into really capitalizing on my strengths instead of Correct. wasting them. Correct. And then it feeds the intelligence. And then once it feeds the intelligence, then you can do what we say a lot more with your time than normal. And that's becoming more and more efficient. Mm-hmm. Right? Peak performance. Right. That's what we're all about helping everybody get to with the human blueprint. Because I feel like I never had a blueprint growing up. Mm-hmm. You know, I only just saw what my family did, saw what school taught me. And mm-hmm. it, I see today how little kids are being programmed to think a certain way or they're being programmed by their environment. Mm-hmm. Um, they're accumulating all these attachments. Mm-hmm. And I just think about, man, like what was I going through when I was that age? Because (laughs) now I'm trying to peel back the layers and Mm -hmm. get really back to my true self. Mm -hmm. And that's not necessarily the easiest thing to do Mm -hmm. because there is so many layers. So I feel like I'm able to identify like why I have these things Mm -hmm. and see how others are accumulating them. But we don't, we want to stop that cycle. Yes. And we want to make sure that the next generation that comes after us, can actually talk to each other, mm-hmm. not texting. And that they can actually have a place to talk to each other. I agree, because most people now, when you just go outside anywhere, they become so shallow and closet, like closet people. Like they want to stay in the closet and, and see what you're doing, but make sure that you don't see that they're watching you. Mm-hmm. They want to know your business, but they don't want you to know that you saw what, they, what, what you're posting or that they're, they're stalking you almost, mm-hmm. right? And so we have to be cautious to not become that type of person that if we're genuine and we want to enhance ourselves as a human race, then we, we are upfront with each other. Like we're transparent. We're, if we have something to say, we say it. If we have something that we're concerned about, we share that. If there's something that we see that can help someone, we share that in the right manner. But in today's world now, you cannot say or do anything without offending anybody because everybody is offended by all the wrong things because they take things personally. And that's because they've developed this precious little ego because it went on the pedestal that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'll be the first to admit that <laughs> I, I do the, I do that. Mm-hmm. I've done it a lot more, but I'm trying to get rid of that bad habit mm-hmm. and yeah. just be more humble and be more vulnerable. So remember, what people don't realize, and this is something everyone has to learn, all the things that are holding you back, negative, whatever you want to call it, it was learned. Mm-hmm. fear was learned anger was learned all these negative things that hold us back that affect our efficiency was learned so if it, if it could be learned then it can be unlearned mm-hmm. so that something could replace it so you can relearn mm-hmm. but if you cannot accept that you've learned certain things and just because you think you learned something once that you, you don't need to learn anything else again that's what's wrong with a lot of us where if we don't learn to unlearn, it will be very difficult now to make the planet better, mm-hmm. very difficult to make relationships get better, and very difficult to pass on knowledge easier. And so we have to be very cautious now that if we learn that, okay, everything's learned, we have to be humble enough to unlearn the things that are not serving us so we can become more efficient and peak.